This is the world-famous marriage segment with Robert Kosick on the Sam Malone Show on AM 1070, The Answer. Ain't that the truth? Talking about the glory, sanctity, and holiness of marriage. And we do this once a week for just one segment. And it's just it's just so refreshing. Uh, Robert Kosick wrote the book Honor the Vow, honorthevow.com, years ago. That's when we first met. He's a uh, marriage coach. And he actually writes the marriage tips that you see on Facebook, Sam Malone Show. Mr. Kosick, happy Friday. Hey, happy Friday to you, Sam, and thanks for the cover last week. Sorry about that. Don't you ever let that happen again, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> on, on, a, on a business trip down in Mexico, and it's going to be a little difficult to call in. Yeah, I'm going to do a business trip to uh, Aspen, too. Yeah, I'll be up there. Yeah. I, was in, uh, I was in Cabo on business. Yeah, yeah. That's good. It, it, well, the feature has gotten to be so big and just so national that now we have people who want to jump in and help out. And it's really cool. Brian Rungi, Pastor Rungi, helped out last week. Here we go. Believe it or not, Mr. Kosick has now penned marriage tip number 228 available on our Facebook page. It's called I Hate You equals I Love You. We'll talk about it. You can follow it. Husbands and wives, wives and husbands. Here you go. When the wife says, you're the worst husband ever, or the husband says, I hate being married to you. Words like these will cut to the core. But what's being said verbally isn't what's really being said. The real message might be one or more. The following one, feeling loved by you is more important because I love you. Two, I'm not feeling loved by you, and it really hurts. Three, emotionally, I can't continue to love you and not feel love back. Four, if I truly didn't love you, I wouldn't care that you don't love me. Walk us through this, Robert Coffey. All right, so, so a couple of times we've come circled back around to the arguments that happen in marriages. It's just one of these topics that seems to keep cropping up week after week for me and uh, with some of the folks that I'm dealing with. So I thought, thought it's, it's sensitive enough for people to bring it up. We probably ought to talk about it a little bit. And this is one of those areas where the words start flying and they get hurt with each other. It happens in all kinds of relationships, not just in the marriage relationships. Uh, you get offended, so your natural reaction is to retaliate and to come back with a little bit of an attack and kind of snowballs uh, from there. And it happens a lot with, with marriages. And you say things that you wish. As soon as you said them, you could retract them, but you know at that point it's, it's a little late. The damage has already been done. So since you can't retract it, what I try to get people to understand is that you actually can get past it by looking towards what really was being said. And in these particular four things that I have listed out here are a couple of things that, that I think is really happening, not in every case, but in some of the cases, about what is really being said. It all comes down to how the person is interpreting the actions that you did beforehand. And because whatever you did hurt them, your natural reaction is to shut you down so you can't hurt me anymore. And so if you take a minute and look back on it, what they're really saying is, I love you so much that your disrespect or your harsh words really, really hurt. And that last one there is really important because if I really didn't care about you and I really did hate you, I wouldn't get mad because I wouldn't really care. So try to take a step back and, and look at the deeper root issue before you retaliate. Interesting angle. Robert Kosick, my wingman on our world-famous marriage talk segment, talking about the glory, sanctity, holiness, and steaminess of marriage. Um, I, it's interesting. So in the wife, if the wife says something like, you're the worst husband ever, or the husband's like, I hate being married to you. What they could be saying is, look, it, you know, I wouldn't care if I didn't love you so much. Or, uh, you know, I, feel, I want to feel loved by you because it's important. I love you. I want to feel that your love is coming back. That's interesting because 99% of people be, would follow it with curse words. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I dealt with one gentleman 
one of our military guys, you know, having some struggle with the marriage. They got into an argument about something, and they got a real blowout. Before the wife walked out of the house, she left this note, something along the lines like, you are so rude, I can't stand you, love, and then she put her name at the end of it. And so, so she, he sends me the note. He reads me the note. He says, my wife, I'm, I'm losing my marriage. She's, she's leaving me. I said, your wife loves you. And he goes, did you not listen to what I just said? She said she hates me. And I said, did you not read the note? She said she loves you. <laughs> I hate you, you angry SOB. Love Shirley. Yeah, love oh. Shirley. I mean, but it was one of those things where she was saying emotionally, this is just more than I can bear, but it's only more than I can bear because I do love you and I do care. And, and how you, you reciprocate back to me means a lot to me, and that's why it cuts so much. And you see this in the families and, and, and direct families and extended families. Because you have such a respect for the other people, their love for you is something you cherish. And when you feel like that is threatened or betrayed, it cuts deep. And your natural reaction is to, to shut it down because you don't want to be hurt anymore, and you retaliate with your words out of the hurt, not so much because you want to uh, really get back at them. It's just, it's just how you respond when you're hurt. Our world-famous marriage talk segment, Robert Kostick, who wrote the book Honor the Vow, honorthevow.com. Marriage tip number 228. That's, that, that in itself, Mr. Kostick, is amazing that there are listed, and they're all on Facebook, Sam Malone Show, 228 marriage tips. Um, well, you know what's interesting, by the way? I, I can put up a picture. You know, the topic of marriage, of truly embracing marriage, God's vision of marriage, right, in a godly way, and bring mm-hmm. God into your hearts. It's still, by the media, treated as something that should be made fun of, ridiculed, put down. Hollywood loves writing about affairs and all that kind of stuff. I can put up a picture of me as a 10-year-old, as I did on Facebook, and it gets, it gets massive traffic, right? I put up uh, you know, things about marriage every Friday when we do our show. fraction of people will want to oh. like it or leave a comment, a fraction. And yet, yeah, I actually, yeah, I actually got a note from somebody that said, "Hey, I listen to your stuff every week. Still get it. Love you guys. Show. Can't agree with everything, but but I still listen." And and I'm like, "Well, yeah, maybe you can't, uh, you don't agree with everything, but that's partly because they're dealing with some of those issues and and don't want to put the effort in. Maybe I don't know, but it's it's you're right. It's people. It's like taboo. That should be your quiet thing. You keep that to yourself." And I'm like, "No." No, we need to let people know that there are actually good marriages out there, and, and what the media is telling you is a bunch of crock, and, and it's not the way marriage is. And, and I think we just need to speak up a little Amen. bit more. Amen. And there's the forces of evil want to destroy marriages, a man plus woman. They want to destroy it. And Hollywood is working hand-in-hand with them to portray men on TV and marriages as stupid and women in marriages on TV as conniving and rarely put them in love. You know, like I said, embracing God's word, a little prayer before you eat wouldn't you know wouldn't be the worst thing in the world on TV. Won't yep. show it, um, but I'm glad we do it. I, I love I love when we're outnumbered by evil. Let Absolutely. me take a break. Um, we'll come back and, and get to the hot and heavy tip because I was running okay. late. Okay, and I got some statistics for you too on that uh, church and how it impacts marriage at the oh, good, 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 good. Okay, okay. So let me take a break. We're in the middle of our world famous marriage talk segment. Once in a blue moon, we take into the next segment. While we go to break, you go to our Facebook page and and it's written there. Mr. Kosick wrote it. You'll see marriage tip number 228. I hate you. He goes, I love you. As we talk about and put up on a a podium and a pedestal, the glory, the sanctity, the holiness, and steaminess of marriage. Hollywood is absolutely hell-bent against us, and that's great. 
I love that we can talk about it here on our Salem radio stations across America and spread the good word. Back in a second, AM 1070, The Answer. Forgive me, and please say you are mine. Let's reignite the fire in your romance with Robert Kosick on The Sam Malone Show on AM 1070, The Answer. Oh, man, that's love. That's baby-making music right there. That's the walrus from love. Let me get back to our World Famous Marriage Talk segment. We held it over because it's great, uh, which we do. We, we promote marriage. <gasps> Who do you think you are promoting marriage? Uh, what, man, what, what, what man and women coming together and God put them together? Let no schmuck tear them apart without getting a massive ass kicking. Uh, our world-famous marriage segment airs every Fridays at 8.30 Central Time, 9.30 on the East Coast. Robert Kosick, my wingman, he writes the content. Marriage tip number 228 was I hate you equals I love you, which is in, I've never even thought of it that way, but that was excellent. Mr. Kosick also writes the hot and heavy marriage tip, which is available on Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. Hot and heavy marriage tip today for you men and women in marriage. When it comes to intimacy... We sometimes overlook the more subtle parts of the body. <laughs> For example, feet. Because feet are typically seen as dirty. They're the least likely part of the body to be touched by another and are rarely seen as a pathway to intimacy. However, the nerves in your feet, especially in the toes, can be highly seductive when touched by, <laughs> by your spouse. <laughs> With that said, a little game of this little piggy May just spice things up this weekend. Take it away, Mr. Kosick. <laughs> so I thought I had fun with this because I know how you feel about germs. And I can't so, stand uh, I can't. I think feet, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, feet? You want me to touch her feet? Hey. Kiss her feet? I'm not <laughs> kissing her feet? Are you crazy? But uh, it's, it's one of those areas. It's just have her go wash her feet before she gets in bed. Oh. And, and, and you'll be good to go. But there are so many nerves. And it's, it's one of those little hidden fetishes. A lot of times that that uh, women have uh, with the toes, and uh, you ask ask your wife when you get home this weekend, say, would 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 you like me to size your toes or kiss your toes, and, and what would that do for you? And to see what she says, she may be you know blush a little bit, but she may say, well, you know, <laughs> and uh, it's just one of those things you need to try. There there's a lot of nerves in that area, and those nerves shoot you know all through the body, and uh, it, it, it's a good place to start. I'll, I'll kind of just stop there. Keep it, keep it, keep it. <laughs> <laughs> Our world famous marriage talk segment. Yeah, you and usually in Mr. Kosick, you know, we always do this in a very family manner. You know, maybe go to PG, but it's the first time you actually wrote the part. You know, you don't, you don't usually write the part, uh, yeah. but it's all about the feet. Good for you. And then, real quick, as we wrap it up, our world famous marriage talk segment for today, the third day of August. Denise and I were mentioning that we both love to watch The Bachelor, The Bachelorette. It's real. Oh yeah, it's garbage TV, but. Because of my top 40 roots, we had a deal with ABC. They would actually send the girls who were t- you know, were thrown off on Monday night. They'd be on my show on Tuesday, and we did a lot of events. So I'm just kind of I still yeah. watch it. You know, it is what it is. Okay. And yeah. my, my wife and daughters watch it too. <laughs> I know. There's no men, no real men. You know, watch it. it, it everyone yeah. says, "Oh yeah, my wife and daughter they get together and watch it." 
Yeah, it, your wife has ever called her husband and said, "Hey, what are you doing? I'm streaming the Bachelorette." <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Get interesting. This is my binge watching. Um, but you know, they they glorify on television the possibility and opportunity of meeting someone and weeks later being happily married. You know, proposing marriage and being married. And then they followed up with another show that literally is called The Proposal, in which you propose marriage in that 60-minute time period. They meet. Yeah. And, okay. I saw that for the first time last week, uh, yeah. two weeks ago. I'm with you. Yeah. An hour, really? And he doesn't even get to ask you any questions. Yeah, and, that's a pretty deep relationship. And that's what America's seeing. And I, I, I'll jump into uh, church deacon and everything, to jump in your perspective. It takes time to develop that marriage. Go. It does, and what we tell our kids, I've told my kids all along, and my son followed it to the T, and which kind of set the bar for, for my daughters as well. Uh, it's what my wife and I did. It's, what, it's kind of what you and Denise did. You build that relationship, that friendship first. And if you do that, all those things that you're searching for, the, the love, the respect, and, and, and the attraction, all that stuff, all falls on that. So once you build that foundation, everything else just kind of comes naturally. If you're focused on the physical, the, uh, the here and now, and, and I need it right at this minute kind of thing, the, the microwave kind of marriage deal, you're just setting yourself up for failure because you have a very shallow foundation. It'll crack pretty easily. But when you have a friendship, that's a, that's a pretty solid foundation. And no matter what's going to come, things will, will come along the way that, that will crack out a little bit. You can repair that. And you can get through that if you got that solid foundation. Says, look, we're best friends. I'm not going anywhere. You're not going anywhere. And if you go somewhere, sorry, you're taking me with you. <laughs> it's just the way it's going to work. And when you have that, everything that pops up, you're like, well, I, I guess we can deal with this because you're not going anywhere and I'm not going anywhere. So let's let's go ahead and get through it. And, and real quick, a whole and, different perspective. And I got a minute. Talk about uh, the relationship of God in the marriage between a man plus woman and how important that right. is. So this is what we tell the newlyweds all the time. You, know, you got the statistic of, of uh, divorces at 50%. Well, that's a bogus number anyway because they just take every year they got married this year versus every year they got divorced. The actual trends are coming down, which is a good thing. They're still a little bit alarming. But if you go to church, your divorce rate drops immediately just from going. Wow. If you go to church and actually uh, take notes, you know <laughs> that, that's another deal. <clears throat> goes down even further. God forbid you actually incorporate into your marriage God at the center of your marriage and serving each other and loving each other and the husband loving the wife like Christ loved the church and the wife respecting the husband and you have that way that God designed it. Now, marriage isn't a man-made thing. It's a God-made thing. If you do it by that guidebook, the divorce rate goes way down to like less than 10%. It's amazing how if you follow the plan God put in place where you love each other and you look at what you can do for the other as opposed to looking at what the other can do for you, radically changes it and your marriage will be rocking like, like yours and Denise's and mine and my wife's. Outstanding. Doesn't We're mean good. you won't have problems. You, you still have some problems along the way, but completely different perspective when you put God in the middle of it because he's the one who designed it. Love it. So I love do it, it his way. Well said. Robert Kosick wrote the book Honor the Vow. You can visit the website honortheval.com. And that brings to a conclusion our world-famous marriage talk segment. Fridays at 8.30. It's all on our Facebook page, Sam Alone Show. You can read it with your husband and wife tonight while tickling each other's feet. Mr. Kosick, glad to have you aboard, buddy. Have a blessed week. I'll talk to you next Friday. You have a blessed weekend, too, Sam. Thank you, sir. What a great way to wrap up Hour 2 right here on AM 1070, The Answer.